Hello and welcome to the David Francisco podcast. How you doing? I hope you're doing great. We have a Learn the Ropes episode here for you today. JJ Lynch and Rex Armstrong, two good eggs, the Battle Pro Tag Team Champions, talk about how they decided they were gonna be a team, their relationship as wrestlers and friends, and how that translates into the ring, and also give a bit of advice for you if you are thinking about presenting yourself with a partner as a tag team. It's a very valuable conversation that I'm sure you enjoy. Learn the ropes with two good eggs. How was the the process of deciding that you guys wanted to become a tag team and wanted to present yourselves to the wrestling world as a tag team? Uh, good question. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we'd always we'd, like uh, we we always because we live close to each other and because we're um, good mates through us anyway, we always used to go to shows with each other. And we always used to kind of think like, oh, this, like shooting ideas around about our own, like our own stuff. And then it would kind of combine. And we'd, we'd been talking about doing a tag team for, um, for quite a while before it happened or like maybe, maybe not a tag team, but like a, like a group. But it ended yeah. up with other people. They weren't interested in going down that route. And so we decided to run as a tag team just because we thought genuinely, like, outside of wrestling, being mates and also just, like, we're at all these shows together anyway. We we enjoy watching tag team wrestling. I'm a big fan of tag team wrestling. And, uh, we yeah, we just, yeah, we were like, well, let's let's give it a go. It could be a lot of fun. Like, I think that's what, my main reason for doing it was was I thought we could get some. I thought we had something good. We could get something good out of it, and it just seemed like a really fun idea to me. Yeah, I agree. I think we. I think as well. It was. Um, we saw that the we just thought the dynamic or the the friendship that we had would naturally work well in the environment of a tag team of wrestling, like the older brother little brother dynamic. Um, and yeah, we've been talking about, obviously we always hang out together and with all, a bunch of other people. So we'd always been talking about various people and like a faction or a group and things like that, that never really took off. Uh, and then I think we saw an opportunity presented to us, uh, by battle pro and we were like, well, well, let's do this. And then I think we did it. And then afterwards and sort of, when we sort of, when we sat down and thought more about it, we were like, actually, we should definitely do this. Um, and we thought there was a real like opportunity there to be seized. So I think we both were just like, this is like a really good opportunity. We should just go for it. What's the process of you guys putting together your work as a team? Obviously, like it starts in training, and um, you have ideas both the idea of working together as a team and then everything that trickles down from there. Um, do you like discuss it at first? Do you think it just comes natural because you just train together a lot and, and just like have a, obviously a relationship? Well, a lot of discussion goes into it. Uh, a lot of messaging back and forth, just ideas when they pop into our head or, Oh, we can do this. Oh, did you watch this match? We could like get something from that or, and yeah, like training together, we like to work on a few things. I would say like we're still, we haven't had that many um, matches as a team. And the blessing that's come out of this, um, the unfortunate lockdown situation is the amount of theory 
we've been doing and the amount of thought that has actually gone in. Because rather than just going like having lots of other stuff going on with wrestling and other things to be concerned with, not as much work being put into it, we've now got like pages and pages and pages of ideas and things to do when we get back to wrestling eventually. And just where it's gonna, that, in that way, positive to come out of it is we've done a ton of theory on our team which is which is really really good but i would say the way we work as a team is we start with the dynamic like what what are we what are we bringing to the show what can we bring to the show how are we different how do we set ourselves apart and what what's the reason for us being on the show and let's try and get the most out of that and then um just just, yeah, just going from there, really. Yeah, I think um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I agree. I think it was one of the uh, like a tag team seminar that I did last week with uh, that Pretty Deadly put together. Uh, not to say we're anywhere near as good as those guys, but what they said was uh, they were like, you know, they went off and did the whole NXT UK and we're in NXT uh, in like Florida and stuff like that. And they said, you know, uh, now that we're back, although we've not had a match, like we are just from the experience uh so much more sort of knowledgeable in tag team stuff and i think the blessing of the lockdown the probably the the one positive out of it for me and jj is that we've had this opportunity rather than sort of being like oh you know on to the next you know review your last match onto the next show and not necessarily and you know having actual jobs and all this sort of stuff not having maybe as much time as you'd like to dedicate to really fine-tuning the tag team i think that's one of the things we've really been able to do but yeah also the main thing i think that works for both of us uh, and JJ let me know if you think think I'm wrong we don't spend which I think can be sometimes seen in our matches is that we're not spending so much time thinking about cool tag team moves we're thinking more about what's a cool uh, like moment that we can have in the match or what's a cool like beat that you can have in the match that shows the relationship that we have or that you know shows uh like the, some tension or you know jj being bullied and it's by the two teams it's getting me angry like what's the what's the actual the moments and the story that we can piece together rather than oh i'll flip you in the air and you give them a sick kick i don't know yeah when we when we approach uh matches it's more sort of like oh that would be really cool there if we did like i was in trouble and you sacrifice yourself because i've got myself into a spot and you're the sort of older brother kind of guy like getting me out of trouble kind of thing so that's that that's where we come from in terms of like coming up with cool things to do in our matches but saying that like saying all of that we have just been sitting there like compiling this list of tag team moves that we can do together so yeah what do you guys feel are the differences when it comes to like both um, like your presentation, your your marketing, um, your uh, your sales uh, as a team, as opposed to um, just an individual wrestler. I, I think, like in, on one hand, like the market is bigger because oh. there aren't teams that are just selling themselves as teams, right? You talked about Pretty Deadly as one of the examples. You don't see, um, at least, don't see anymore Sam or Lewis. Um, selling themselves as uh, singular wrestlers as well. Same thing with the NIC. Um, they present themselves as a team and they mm. want to work as a team. Mm -hmm. 
Do you think there's a few aspects that are key to that and to be able to be successful in uh, in as a team in indie wrestling? I think it definitely sets you apart if you can genuinely market yourself as a team because um, uh, yeah, if that if that's the only sort of bookings you're going after is tag team bookings, there aren't too many people like genuinely doing that. There's a lot of Oh, we're a team, but I'm also a singles like wrestler as well. Which, like being completely honest, we haven't entirely gone away from. Even though we're searching, we we are just putting ourselves around for um, bookings as a team, but we're not completely disregarding like singles bookings as well. But um... wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> You what? <laughs> I well, I'm hanging up. This is outrageous. Uh, but no, I th- I think it's definitely the way to go. Like, um... I mean, there's no one doing it. Like, not like no yeah. one doing it, but like, um, there is a plethora of singles wrestlers, and not that there's there are obviously tag teams. There are obviously a lot of tag teams and tag teams that are very good. Uh, but like you said, there's still tag teams that also will be like, but you know, I'll also you can be a singles or I'll challenge for a title and stuff. Yeah. There's always there's always gonna be a space on a show for a tag team match or two. Um I also think I mean this is probably gonna be I'm gonna be exposed for my woeful knowledge of the UK indie scene when I say I'm not entirely sure there's too many like good guy tag teams around that market themselves as like a tag team. Do you know what I mean? Like, just like we are a tag team and we are this baby face tag team. I think there's a lot of heels uh, around, uh, but not necessarily that market either. So I just think there's always going to be a tag team. And I think there's always sort of going to be a spot for a lively, entertaining, good guy tag team, which we can bring. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's, um, there's, I feel like I just read our wrestling CBT there, David. Sorry. But you can you can name you can name like a few people who definitely a few teams who definitely fill that bracket, but it's not an oversaturated market at all. So, yeah, when you think about how many shows there are, like yeah, you know I mean, in comparison to shows, it's not impossible. It's not impossible either, right? Uh, if uh, people got a chance to listen to our episode where we play the. Um, the, the 10 questions the, where I tested your relationship, right? Uh, the, the brain busters were mentioned. Mm. And it's incredible how, like, in, in, in America, in the United States, in the 80s, uh, there was a lot of territories where tag team was the, um, the number one, like, like, the main event of wrestling shows. Same thing in Japan, to yeah, be fair, in the, in the 90s, right? Yeah. Like, all Japan tag teams was a huge thing. Um, it is it's possible that, like, the... I feel like the industry leader doesn't like to put tag teams in that position. But just because that happened doesn't mean that the the audience is not ready to connect with a tag team. Well, I did a really interesting seminar which spoke about the history of tag team wrestling. It kind of said at that at that uh, period of time, tag team wrestling was still held like in the same way that we would put, say, like a gimmick match. So it wasn't just like, oh, this is a singles match with, <laughs> you know, or do you know what I mean? Like it's not, it wasn't the norm. It was it was still considered like a ooh acting like kind of thing at the time and it's got more and more and more and more like used more and more and more and now it's not the um attraction it once was some would say but um i think good there will always be a spot on a show for a really really good and well thought out 
performance tag team match because it's very entertaining. I just feel like tag team wrestling's the best. And like, not again, people, I don't know, people find it really controversial. But from the sense that I think, I, or at least I'd like to think, that people find a tag team match and just tag team wrestlers, I'm not saying it's us, but just tag team wrestlers in general, easier to, uh, like, not like sympathize with, but like to relate to in comparison to uh, like one person by themselves sort of, you know, fighting against the odds or being a bully. Like, I feel like everyone can relate to trying to achieve something with your friend. Do you know what I mean? Or like trying to be successful with a friend. Everyone yeah, can there's a relationship that. there that... Yeah, not everyone... Yeah, everyone, not has everyone yeah, not everyone has a relationship. Not everyone has the ability to be like, oh, I'm gritting my teeth and powering through these really terrible kicks to the head. Do you know what I mean? But like everyone can be like, my friend's in trouble, but I really want to help him. It's really interesting because like everyone has a relationship with someone. Yeah. And, you know I mean? and tag team. When you're a singles wrestler, it's hard to you don't have that element to play with. Where when you're a tag team, you have that element to play with. Yes, yeah. yeah. Like, everyone do you know what I mean? Everyone can relate to either like wanting to be successful or have fun with a friend, or really what a tag team wrestling match at its real essence comes down to is like wanting to help your friend who's in real trouble which is why i just think when that tag happens there's a big release of energy because it is just like you know everyone can relate to hopefully being able to be in a situation where you've helped your friend out yeah and dave sorry as well you also asked about like the dynamic we have together and i was going to say like something about that as well sort of like it's something we've spoke about quite a lot and when when we started out because uh Rex um Rex turned um from working hill most places to working uh, to being in the uh, he turned face to being a team with me so we're a team of good guys um we were a little bit worried at the start that the way we were going it looked like Rex was trying to copy my character mm. Rex was trying to do we were trying to be the same character. Whereas I think what is a lot more interesting and would work a lot better is if like, because everyone kind of goes all like odd couple tag team kind of thing. Like they're not built to last, blah, blah, blah. But I really think that playing off the differences between our styles and how, like what we do is the way to go. And that is what is different about us. Like we can, we are that different tag team. Like uh, we, sorry, we are the different personalities within a tag team. So rather than trying to be like, bring one onto the other's wavelength, why don't we just completely be on the same, but different wavelength, if that makes sense. <laughs> Complimenting each other, of course. Yeah. I feel like the best way to describe it is like, I think everyone has a friend uh, once you're an adult that you uh, are friends with and you go, oh, I wonder if we met each other now, if we'd be friends. And like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like that dynamic of like, we're completely different, but somehow this works. 
How good was that? That was great. Thank you so much to JJ and Rex for being a part of another Learn the Ropes episode. There's more Learn the Ropes with them here on the podcast feed. You can just search for Learn the Ropes with two good eggs. And if you haven't yet, subscribe. Not only am I running this series direct to the pro wrestling trainees, but I have so much more great conversations with great guests and more here on the David Francisco podcast. Make sure you follow me on Instagram and Twitter at DeFrancisco underscore one. You can also find at DJJ Lynch and at Rex Armstrong on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next time.